We read a story yesterday, Margaret Lawyers, injury lawyers they are, out of Victoria, uh, launching a class action against the AFL. Now, Rue, um, you are very qualified to speak about this. I want to mention some names to you quickly. Um, Greg Williams, uh, we know, has yep. been on television, a lot of publicity about the fact that he has memory loss. He can't even sometimes uh, think of his own kids' names Can't or recall his own dates. kids' names. Yep. Shane Tuck uh, tragically took his own life. Danny Frawley. Mm. Uh, John Platten has uh, memory issues at the moment. He's a champion of the game. Polly Farmer has talked about, Western Australian yeah, superstar. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. So many, many names. So um, there has been a lot of publicity about this. I want to find out more about it. Uh, Michelle Margulit joins us right now. Michelle, a very good morning to you. Your company um, is launching this legal action against the AFL. Uh, this isn't a loaded question, but what is it you're trying to achieve? Hi, thanks for having me this morning. Um, look, we're trying to achieve sort of multiple uh, aims to assist footballers. First of all, we want to ensure that people who have been injured in the past are properly compensated. Um, This hasn't happened without prior warning to the AFL. There were reports um, as early or even earlier than 1995 um, that were commissioned by the government that put them on notice and warned them that um, concussion was a serious issue and proper uh, safe systems of work and prevention needed to be put in place to protect our footballers. So one one aim is to look back and to compensate these injured footballers but another aim is to look forward and make sure that not only are there safe systems into the future but a proper workers compensation scheme because as it stands um, uh, sports people are prevented from obtaining work cover or workers compensation. Do you think, um, who do you sue? Do you sue the AFL and the AFL has, an in, has insurance and they get the money from the insurance company? How would it work? Yeah, look, that's precisely it. This case uh, in particular, the class action, will be seeking to sue the AFL and um, every professional corporation um, has um, insurance. Uh, There are other cases that have come forward whereby there are potential claims against um, clubs and other entities, but this case is against the AFL. So in America, they had a billion-dollar lawsuit. Let's say we're not as big as that because we're a smaller um, league. Would that mean that uh, if this was successful in future years when you try and sign up a kid to play football that insurance premiums will be through the roof? Look, I don't personally believe that they will be through the roof and that it will have the effect of making it sort of uh, an economically unviable proposition. Um, I do think that this case will um, protect children into the future and protect professional athletes. How, uh, what, what level of proof do you need? And uh, my question goes along the lines of what if uh, any of the people, any of the superstars I mentioned, um, what, what about when they played as a six-year-old, a seven-year-old at their local club, junior footy? What if um, they did things like boxing training outside of football? What if they took drugs and alcohol? Football and country stuff. football. We, we bring that question into Heavy it as drinking. well. Yeah. How, how can you unravel all of that? Look, it's um, a good question and um, there's a couple of legal principles and I don't want to bore you or your listeners, but certainly we um, work with experts um, on the question of causation. That's a legal principle. And we need to disentangle um, those complicated issues. And at the end of the day, the standard of proof in a civil proceeding is on the balance of probability. So more probable than not. Okay. What, what's the, are you allowed to say what sort of size uh, claim you're going for? 
In terms of compensation? Yeah, like a full, like if the American one was a billion, what's what's yours? Yeah. I mean, the total sum is difficult to calculate at the moment because we're in the process of, um, you know, having our claimants come forward. Uh, but the statutory maximums in terms of compensation in Victoria are about $2.1 million in terms of economic loss and pain and suffering combined. And in addition to that, um, medical expenses are uncapped. So if you have a very severely injured person whose life's been ruined by CTE or something like that, mm. um, it is not you know, far-fetched to say that they might reach the statutory maximum and obtain compensation in excess of $2 million. Michelle, as a football lover myself, as a follower of the game, um, if you are successful with this case, should I be concerned about the future of the game? Is it going to change dramatically? I don't believe so. Um, and I think, um, you know, Eddie Maguire put it well yesterday. He supports this class action. We're properly respecting and taking care of our players. Um, you know, they are the, the core of the game. Um, and what we need to do is systematically work through this in a logical manner um, and just ensure that there's a proper system of safe work for the future. So do you consider the rules that have been changed now, like 12 days between concussions or straight off for the concussion protocols, um, no sling tackles, no, you know, no deliberate uh, bumps, if you, or even if you accidentally happen, you get suspended, all these things that the AFL have put in place, are they what you would call um, uh, you know, sufficient. A, a sufficient to cause future claims? Look, it's, it's a bit of a moving feast and at the end of the day, I put my reliance on the specialists. So, um, you know, I'm a, a legal specialist. I'm not a, um, a, a medical specialist or a, a safe work specialist. So I think what we really need to do is get independent specialists who don't have any interest um, or any sort of um, financial or uh, other sort of um, glory associated with the AFL and to really um, independently and in an unbiased way listen to what they say is appropriate. Now, just a couple of things. When kids start playing football, they're usually very little and it becomes a sort of passion project for them. It's not about – it's not a financial thing. It's usually a love of the game. Do you think that – it, it, even with all the education and all the, you know, all the information that you can pass on to these young teenagers, do you think you're ever going to get these kids to be able to understand the risks of what they're actually getting into when they play the game? Is, you know, will that education make a difference? My view is that it will if it's performed in a proper way. So it, it's got to come from the top down. They need to be properly mentored about this. The culture needs to change. It, it can't just be this warrior culture that, you know, it's a badge of honour to get knocked out in the first quarter and come back in, um, you know, the third. It, so they need to be mentored, but it also needs to be regular and mandatory and it needs to involve family and friends so it can't just sort of happen once every six years in, in your your life mm. it needs to happen every you know multiple times a year all right michelle thanks so much for joining us and thanks for your open and forthright views and we will follow this very very closely thank you <laughs> 
Thanks for having me. Yeah, Michelle Margulit from Margulit Injury Lawyers. Rue, uh, how do you respond? Anything there that alarms you? It's just interesting. No, it's very interesting. I'm not sure what to think about it. I I certainly don't want to destroy our game. I don't want players that have played in the past and and the current to get, um, you know, to be in a bad position where they can't look after themselves either. There needs to be an honest... uh, Honest, uh, you know, uh, results so that everyone can continue on. I, the game's not dangerous at times, but everyone knows that. I, when you have, I've had heaps of concussions, and I've gone straight back out in the field, and I wanted to. Mm. No one ever pushed me to go back out there. Yeah. So you know, and I don't know a player that ever played uh, that didn't want to play. So mm. we all scream and cheer for our champions, and mm. uh, players like you have great careers. You also deserve a great quality of life after it mm-hmm. too. And I think, yeah. and that's what we all want, don't mm. we? Yeah. Get mm. the balance right.